I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. You ain't cooking up. We cooking up, chopping up. D King. Lay down. Trap side, rap side, Don and the King. Gonna do it. We gonna do it. Chop it up. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to Chopping It Up with the Conduit, Season 3, Episode Number 5, and today's special guest is the leader of the South, CEO of Block Entertainment, Russell Spencer, better known as Big Block, Eastside Chevy Rider. First, I would like to thank my team, executive producer Mika Sunga, you are the best, Mad Urgency Myris, Myron on graphics and promotional visuals. And on video, Adam7x, a.k.a. Mecha Godzilla. A huge thank you to our family and sponsors. Special shouts to Grown Fresh NYC. Y'all see the cloth, you know what I'm saying? Also to Street Fatigues. So what's the scenario? Y'all check them out, you know what I'm saying? Also, House of Customs MD, and that's House of Customs with the K. You can find them on our new website, chuppinuppodcast.com. And today's guest, is, like I said, is Big Block ESC. Had his hands on uh, a, a lot of things within this industry, and he has just joined us in the building. I'm about to bring him in. All right, man. He was born in the ATL, but raised in L.A. Credited for, uh, for guiding young Jeezy and boys in the hood. He was always connected as far as... Back his 95-96 working with Suave House artists A-Ball, MJG, Tila, and Crime Boss. This man is a movement within himself. Bringing us Young Jock, Gorilla Zone, helped introduce us to Rick Ross as well. Rebuilding hip-hop block by block. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce my brother, Big Block ESC, Eastside Rider. What's up? Appreciate that, baby. All right, good to see you, and thanks for joining us on Chopping It Up, man. I want to go yep. ahead and jump right in because I know you already you always into something. So I just thank you for yep. your you know your time and your and your grace. Yep. All right, so um, we're coming up on the twentieth and twenty fifth anniversary of the unfortunate demise, you know, of Tupac Shakur. Yeah. And I understand in ninety four and ninety five you spent a lot of time with Tupac and the Outlaws. Yeah. Um. What were some of the gems you soaked up in that time period being around Tupac and Outlaws? Well, you know, when I first came in the game, you know, that's how I was introduced to the game through Tupac um, and um, Edie Castro, the whole Outlaw set. And, um, you know, Tupac taught me how to, how to stay focused, man, how to stay in the studio, how to put in work, um, how to stay out of the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of things don't really matter. You know, and I've learned that. You know, I kind of learned that um, by fault. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff we do, we do thinking a lot of people care. A lot of people don't give a fuck about you. So, right. you know, Parker always taught us that, like, do you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you you, you lay away for your family. You lay away for your kids. Make sure you put away. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Parker still a lot of, you know, core values. You know what I'm saying? That's, that I even pass on to my kids to this day. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? For the law first. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, grind and grind and grind. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the only way you're gonna eat, man. Nobody give a fuck about you out here, man. They'll leave you for dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that was that, that, that was one of the core things that I learned from Pac is, you know what I'm saying? You know, life was a game. Once you figure out, you'll win all, all the time. 
True indeed. So um, like I mentioned earlier, you you know, you were down with A Ball MJG and Teela and Crime Boss. So yeah. uh, you know, how did you get involved with Suave House? What was your introduction or who was your introduction to Mr. Tony Draper? Uh Grand Street. You know, DJ Grand Street from Atlanta. I, I mean from um Grand Street from Mississippi, but he been around the world, but he's number one DJ, you know what I'm saying, you know, V one oh three. Um actually man, I was I was I was sitting in the streets and I was I was going to a club called Jazz's Tees on the east side of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I was going to meet somebody and Grand Street had a Grand uh, Street had a live remote. And um and, and I was started like as a joke, like I look like Tony Draper, like we you know what I'm saying we favor. So I had Streak, I said, hey man, you know how hard it is to really, you know, you know what I'm saying, like get in the music business and really learn it. You know, he was like, man, just come around. And it just stemmed from that. And I met Draper. I met a lot of people through Grand Street, man. That's why I always give it up to Grand Street. That's he allowed me to come around him. He allowed me to understand relationships. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest things in life is relationships, you know? Right. And uh, Grand Street really taught me that part of life. And um, so I met um, 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 Tony Draper. And at this time, I had just signed Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and Pac yeah. Man. We're going to tie into that, like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So so I took, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of, um, me and Left Eye, we had an artist by the name of Lil Noah, N-O-A-H, mm -hmm. Lil Noah. We had an artist. And, um, and, 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 and MTV, they had, a, they had a TV show called The Cut. Right. So Left Eye was hosting it. So mm -hmm. we took Lil Noah on that, and that taught me, like, how to get into the corporate. You know, for the corporate part of it. Because right. when I went Pac, I was just in the background because I was, like I said, I fresh off the streets and I was more like, you know, you, know, you was observing the part. Yeah, you know, like, like you know, like I came in more like family. Well, you know what I'm saying? With Tupac and the Outlaws, we were more family than we were business. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so when I, you know, really stepped out on my own, you know, um, uh, and, and that was through Swamp House and that was through. The artist Lil Noah, that's who the artist, you know, Rick Ross, he first had his deal over there. And um, and uh, Jay put me in the studio with Baller G, Teela, you know what I'm saying, to help discover Jazzy Faye. The Jazzy Faye was the first one that did the first record, um, Show Nuff for Teela. And that's how right. we named our company, Show Nuff, which me and Jazz and Noonan, we branched off and we did a, a label called Show Nuff, and our first artist was Sierra. And I did her whole first album, sold 3.8 million. And I was like, Man, I, you know, like I'm from the hood. Like I'm from Watts, you know what I'm saying? Kirkwood. Like I really want to do some shit that 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 go back to my hood. So that's mm -hmm. what made me create boys in the hood. So once once we did a deal with LA Reed with Sierra, so I just started focusing on my shit, you know what I'm saying? And that was and that was boys in the hood. And that's when I signed G's and, and right. Joe the Breeze. But see, hold on before 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 we get to that, because you know, with all that yeah. experience, you've been developing and breaking artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get, getting to know the ins yep. and outs of the industry. Is that what sparked yep. you to create Block Entertainment? Well, once again, you know, Pop taught us to always, you know what I'm saying, feed our family. So I've always wanted to do something on my own. I always wanted, you know what I'm saying, to get in and chart on my own, my own flight, as I say, you know, as I say, plight. And um, and I just, I was like, you know, let me create something that, 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 that represent me. And mm -hmm. I can really say, you know what? And sit back and say, I built that and I was proud to be a part of it. So it may be a block in team. Okay, so so now I'm gonna tie this in because the, you know the dynamic is crazy because
you were running around with Pac and the Outlaws at the height of certain yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? But absolutely. But later on, you know, down the line, you become president of Sean Combs' Bad Boy South. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you brought us, you brought us acts such as Boys in the Hood, Young Jock, and Gorillas on More. So, how did that connection yeah. come about? Well, you know, um, like what you know, what I'm saying like, like you know, Pop and Big was friends, and they used to be in Atlanta. Yes, I know that. And you yeah, know, Pop, one time, you know, and uh, yeah, and, and and that's how I met Mark Pitts. You know, what I'm saying like me and Mark Pitts, you know, the, um, the president of RCA. You know, we we great friends now ever since 1995. Right. But, you know, it was a it was a big talent show down here that everybody used to go to called Jack the Rapper. Jack the Rapper. Yeah, and um. You know, so Pop was there, Big was there, everybody was there, Easy E was there, and um, you know, you know, all this hung out by the fact that I did a verse with Easy, and and, and end up putting on Boys in the Hood album, shit, damn near eight years later. Eight years later, and um, and um, you know, so so we were friends, and then when the beef went down, you know, I was most definitely one of the first ones in the door on whatever happens happens. And right. um, so once the beef kind of died down, once both of them passed, so I went to Tupac mom and I asked her, I said, hey, what you think, you know what I'm saying, how you think Pac can feel if I go fuck with Pac? Mm. She's like, baby, Pac, hey, Pac, Pac wants you to go feed your family. That's what he wants you to do. So mm. I got her blessings. And then I only got either blessing, the outlaws blessing. And, you know, that was done. Because I met, when I re-met Pac um, through Ken Porter. You know, okay. Ken Porter was a close friend of mine, her and Ebony. And, um, Hmm. And um, they used to come to the studio and kick it when I was building the boys in the hood. You know, when I was right. Sierra, so when I was building the boys in the hood, you know, they used to come around and kick it. And I heard a couple of songs and she took it back to Puff. And um, what's crazy about that is she gave it a Puff and Puff was calling me for a week on the block. Mama, I just didn't know who it was. But at this time, my boy Terry from D.C., um, Terry, Terry was real cool with Dr. Drake. Right. And I was going to meet Dr. Dre because okay. I want to let Dre sign Boys in the Hood at first. And I was on the plane when I, you know what I'm saying, when Kim called me, it was like, yo, Puff, they're trying to call you. I said, damn. So Puff got on the phone. He was like, yo, what's happening? I said, man, I'm on the plane now. I'm about to go meet with Dre. You know, because you know, a lot of executives, a lot of cats like that, they like to spend time with you first to see what you're about. Right. So I went in there and kicked it with Dre for three, four days. And I just saw a lot of like game was over there, Eminem and they hit crew. And boys in the hood, they were steaming then. Right. You know, you know, Meech called big Meech called me. How I met Jesus was Meech called me and 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 was like, yo, he wanted us to um to produce some records. Cause I was managing mm -hmm. Jazz and Faith. And 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 I've been on Meech, so Meech brought Jesus by by a session. And you know, Trick Daddy started Boys in the Hood with me first. It was Who used to trick. go by Young Jay before Jeezy, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so I didn't know at the time. That 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 trick daddy was Jesus' favorite artist. Oh it wow! It just so happened, yeah. But just so happened, me and me and um me, me and trick daddy, we started Boys in the Hood. The whole concept was my concept, but I wanted Jesus to be part of the group. I mean, um, trick daddy. So when Meech called me, I was like, "Yo, uh, so we gonna slide by the studio?" I said, "Cool." And Jesus, Jesus finally met Trick, and he was like, "Hell yeah, I'll be in this group." And that's how Jesus got in the group. And but at the end of the day, me and Trick kind of separated. Yeah, because we were just two, we just two bulls, and I know one day we're gonna battle rap. So I'm like, man, listen, I'm just gonna take my ball and go home, and and I just continue on with boys in the hood, 
And I had T.I. in it first. I had, right, I had, that's what, that's that a, pardon to interrupt yeah. you because that's what I was about to ask because yeah. most don't know that you had the idea for Boys in the Hood that was literally modeled after the group Menudo. Yeah, absolutely. If people, yeah. Do, that, if people do the knowledge and do the history, then they'll understand. Yeah. So yeah, you've been doing your homework, boy. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> you, you already know since the day you met me with my boat tied down at Howard Theater, man, I've been on it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I want you to tell the people who you originally had in mind for Boys in the Hood before we were actually introduced to the version of them boys. Yeah, you know, at first I had G's, I mean, um, it was Trick Daddy, Sean Poverty, Young Bloods, T.I. and Joe the Breeze. Okay. But, you know, I was like, and so I was like, you know, to really have longevity, you got to build something. That's what I understand about hip hop. You got to build something for the ground up, or people not going to respect you for it, and people ain't going to really be around long. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and just do it like that. You know, let me rebuild it. Let me um, let me take four guys that no, nobody know about, and let's build it from that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how this, you know, them boys came about. Yeah, them boys came about. Um, Man, I mean, you've had your hand on a plethora of artists, you know, most of them that have been associated with, you know, from Jeezy to T.I., Jody Breeze, A-Ball GMG, you know, MJG, et cetera. But there's one that turned into the biggest boss, yep. Rick Ross. Absolutely. How did the two of you meet, and what was it that you saw in him back in 96? Well, you know, I met him through a guy by the name of Tomcat. Tomcat's still around to this day. And I met him through the street, you know what I'm saying, cats too. And, um, and... Man, he was just different. He was like, he was he, he was a boss then, mm -hmm. and, you know. Like, like one thing that I like to do, I like to help empower people. Or I like to partner with people. I don't yeah, I noticed like that. that. Yeah, I don't too much like to, you know, say put them on the slave train. You know, right. um, I don't like record. I, I too much don't like fucking with record labels, but I got all the relationships because um, all they do is work folks and work folks to take advantage of them, especially now. You know, the music business, I mean, I mean, them guys so fucked up now. It's like a rat race. The first motherfucker who catches the motherfucker with the most streams. And I'm not, that's why I kind of step back in. Because I don't like doing that. Like, I like to build. I like to, you you got to be an organic. Like, like develop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't like it too much about um, about just, just, just jump on another nigga train without us being partners. You know, right. some people jump on your train, they try to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. I'm from the hood, man. Like, I'm from the hood and I'm. Dog, I be in the hood every day, no matter how much money I got, how much blessings I get. I'm always go back to the hood, try to try to be that person that really motivate them and, and empower them and, and try to help them out, whether it's a, it's just some, some words, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. or just sit down and talk to them. And these kids out here, man, the motherfuckers, hey boy, they bullshit out here. So they gotta have a reason to stop doing all the bullshit because some you know, you know, because the nigga that's in power right now, they ain't getting a fuck about, you know, they ain't really too much, take, you know what I'm saying, taking these kids seriously, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, with their career, you know what I'm saying, just think about it, like, I mean, like, there, there's no company developing ads no more, they went to everybody get so many spins, or, or, or fucking gimmick, or TikTok-ing right. and shit, I mean, how long did those careers last, think yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, flash, you know, like, you know, you've been in hip-hop, man, like, how, you know, I just don't want to be a part of that era, right. you know what I'm saying, so like we just tell the Craig Cabin, not not going away, not a strand from your question, but I was just talking to Craig Cabin, one of my close friends. He's the chairman of Atlantic, 
you know, right. you know, I mean, you know, been been supportive of Black Entertainment since mm -hmm. day one. You know, like he tried to get me to come in the building. I'm not going. I'm not working. The only way I come in the building is I sign my own. I sign whatever whatever I want and do what fuck I do. Exactly. I, I, I'm not gonna be in like the other cats. They, they, they get over there on them labels. They get paid two, three hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, you know, just to sit on the artist and fuck up their career. Think about it. Most of these artists that really start their own shit, soon they get to a label, they shit either fuck up or or go away because they don't know how to. They don't know how to develop an artist like that. So right. They don't. They don't do that no more. They're not one of us. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not gonna fuck with a nigga that's not that's not me. I mean, they, they don't understand where I come from. I'm not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. if I wanna step in the room and I wanna be the dumbest in the room and I wanna grow and I'm willing to sacrifice what I have, okay, okay, that's something else. But I mean, just trying to feed my family. No, I wanna go with somebody to understand where I'm coming from. You know? Right. And um, you know, that's where I'm at with the business right now. You know. But, but what the question you asked me? <laughs> no, I mean, I was just talking about like, you know, between, you know, you and Rick Ross, you know, how was it that the two of you met back oh. in 96? You said how it, it came about, yeah. but, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just, just yeah, we the, met. the involvement of the business. Yeah, yeah, we we, we met and um through a, through a mutual friend. And like I said, man, Ross was the boss from day one. He came in with his own crew. He had a currency, the cartel. He had his own crew. Mm -hmm. He had E Class with him. He had Poochie with him. He already had his team with him. They just needed somebody that had the relationships. And I had the relationships, you know, like like one foot in the door. So we kind of partnered up. Right. And that's what we did. And I took him to Suave House. And um, it was just a bad time for Suave House because, you know, Draper kind of walked away out the game. And man, okay. so after that, so after that, me and Ross came independent. And I rolled with him for the for the next ten years, from '96 mm -hmm. to '06, to, and um, and and me and Greg Street, the one got him his deal, you know, said Jay Z signed him, and um, and, and man, we brothers right to this day, man. Like that's my brother, you know. Say he my, you know, kids, you know, um, you know, Godfather to my boys. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, dude, never changed one bit, man. Dude, kept yeah, I, I see how you celebrate him, man. Absolutely, man. That's my brother forever. You know what I'm saying? All right, so uh, what was it that you learned in this business from Pac to Suave House to running a bad boy South that always stuck with you? Um, relationships, number one. I've learned that. Because I got a lot of my relationship because I was running around with Pac. Like, you know, the two years I ran with him, a lot of people fucked me because they remember me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, Suave House taught me how to be, well, Pop taught me about relationship and structure. Um, Draper, Draper taught me how to be a leader, mm -hmm. how to really be in the music business, don't listen to all the bullshit, come with it, you know what I'm saying, stick to what I know, because a lot of people will let other people change their way of looking at artists and looking at things, how it go by. Suave House taught me that, because I was really on my own, you know, Draper was around, but Draper gave me the studio, gave me the bread, gave me the check, hey man, do you, you know? Right. Um and uh bad boy south man, it was just being honest, man, it was just being creative building. You know what I'm saying? Like Pump yeah. told me one time, he was like, Man, he was like, Block, anything you trying to do, anybody trying to come through me, they gotta go through you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get your money. 
-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he taught me how to really get the money, stack my money. <laughs> and nigga taught me how to hide that money. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, because niggas elite, I'm telling you, man, one one of the biggest things that I found out that I learned in the music business, niggas will leave your ass for dead. So you always got to always put a piece to the side and say, say okay, this is my reinvention. This is my comeback. You know what I mean? If yeah, you I, remember, I remember you said that when we were in the lobby just chilling back in 2017 on that fall evening, man. Yep. You said the same damn thing to me. So I understand why it sticks with you because you're saying that now what? What, almost seven seven years later? Yeah. That's, hey, that's, man. that's crazy, you know, man. How is, yeah, it you know, how is it important for you to surround yourself with people who share your same vision? Oh, man, that's very important because you move as a unit. You know, when you move as a unit, it's like, you know, I saw Jacques too. Right. And I'm glad you say that because that was kind of happened with me and Jacques. Um, me, you know, his team and my team. You know, Jacques had his own team too. Right. And, you know, he was a kid. He lived with him for two years. You know what I'm saying? I developed him. I mean, I, hey, two, that's still my little brother to this day. All my right. artists, all us real cool to this day. You know what I'm saying? Besides yeah. Jock, I don't too much see Jock no more. Man, matter of fact, I ain't seen Jock in about 10 years. I haven't face-to-face seen Jock in about 10 years. Hold on, everybody man. else. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. How you say you haven't seen Jock in about 10 years? And yeah. I, 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 know you, I know you the ATL, okay? I, I know that personally. You know ATL what I'm saying? mine. They're right. And you know you 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 touch things. So how is Absolutely. it that you haven't seen this man in ten years? Um, it, I think it's the way. It's kind of like the way you know we kind of parted because you know when I first signed Jock, um, like I had a system, and um, and my system was you know you know Rico Brooks, you know Rico Brooks. He he got all the producer right now. That's your you know, home. Man. Metro, Sunny, but you know, back then he was working at uh, Peppermint Music. Like, but okay. Greg Street was, yeah, you know, like Greg Street helped me so much. He was giving me all the power points, the power plays, and niggas in Atlanta. Then I could just come slide right in, and they can't, they shit locked down. So Rico, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Rico showed me he was a leader. Mm -hmm. So I used to, so I started a management company, 9196, and, and, and all my artists had to go through that. And the only reason I did that was because. You know, when you sign artists, you have to have somebody to make sure they get to the to the radio station on time. Make sure they get to a certain point. If not, they'll burn your bridge. So real, I real somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I wanted somebody that I know when I go home and go to sleep, or I'm doing another project, I know it's covered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so, so I told Jock, I was like, "Listen, man, I said, man, listen, I'm gonna sign you, but you gotta go through the management company." You know what I'm saying? And whatever you do after that, then I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so soon as soon as Jock had a chance to get rid of Rico, he did it. Like me and Jock they fall out because of him and I. You know what I'm saying? Like we fell out because of the principle that that he tried to play somebody like like Jock and Rico was was on vacation. He could have talked to Rico, man, the man and said, Man, listen, you know, so I'm gonna change management companies, whatever. Rico got home and had a letter in the mail saying, basically, we're going to separate. And I just don't oh, respect wow. shit like that, man. Like, right. I'm a, you know, I don't, you know, you know, we ain't, we ain't girls around here, man. You got to use nobody like that. You ain't built like that. You know, yeah. And, and you know, and, and then with me, too, I kind of know in the music business, it, it's, 
it's one more thing I want to make sure niggas from the street come from where I come from. Anything you learn from the street, anything you learn from coming up in the streets, lose that shit. Mm. If you want to be in the music business, you can't come in with the morals, you can't come in with the principles, you can't come in with that core. Lose mm. that shit. And, and see, that's why a lot of artists from the streets, they kind of give up or they kind of slack because mm. they ain't finna bend over back with no niggas or bend over back for certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big bro. Yeah, so, you know, and, you know, so with Jock, you know, I just, I just felt like that shit wasn't cool, you know? You know, like, we cool. I mean, we all right. I mean, we ain't got no problem. But, you know, like, you know, I just, you know, you know, I don't, you know, we don't. I, I, I feel you, you ain't even got to explain, big bro, man. You know, I, you move by certain principles, and I know how you move, man. Yeah. All yeah. right, so, you know, you talk about rebuilding hip-hop block by block. Yep. I want to talk about your newest artist, Big Stunt. What's what's going on with that yawning? Man, that, hey, man, that dude right there, let me tell you something. You know, I signed a lot of artists. I've been in a lot of rooms. I consulted a lot of people. Yes. And I've been by a lot of artists. And, you know, dude special. You know what I'm saying? Like, and honestly, when I first heard the first song um, that went that went crazy through TikTok, I mean, the song was, the fucking song had damn near, 20, damn near 15 million streams on the shit. And like oh, I wow. said, I don't run to that shit. But after I started developing, man, the dude's special. And uh, y'all just check him out, man. I mean, the dude stand up. And, and he got a group too called Walk Down Game, WDG. Yeah, WDG, man. yeah. Hey, man. Them little, hey, man, them cats, man. They all special, man. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a group dude. You know what I'm saying? I love group. Yeah, I, so, I know. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, man, these boys, these boys special, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't put my name on anything. But he yeah, boy special. Yeah, you know I already know that. It, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. If it's if it's next to your name, it's definitely stamp. Absolutely. I always wanted to ask you this question. Um, what was your relationship with Lisa Left Eye Lopez? Well, you know, like you know, she was, you know she was family with us. You know, what I'm saying with Pop. Um, you know, she was she was special with us, and we just right. You know, we just you know decided to do some projects, and you know, like like. Like I really have people out there, and I appreciate everybody rolling with me, man, and staying down with me. Like that really cared about what I was doing. So mm -hmm. when Pop passed, you know, said so she kind of, you know, she kind of saw what I was doing, and she came to me and said, "Yo, Block, what you need is like a, like a nice little bow wow." It was back then. It was like back then. Wow. It was like okay. you need some commercial that you could cross over, cause that'll get you more popular. You know, you know, saying more popular with the corporate people. I said, yeah, because, you know, I was coming from the street, man. I was still throwing two guns in the studio, radio oh, yeah. station. I still had 100 niggas with me from Kirkwood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it was like, man. So, I had to kind of just, 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 just change up. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. you know, at the end of the day, like I told Puff, you know, me and Puff got into it the first day he came and did a did a show with us. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, Block, come on, man. You got to leave, leave all of them behind. I said, no, fuck it, I ain't. Because at the end of the day, I got to go back to the hood, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You'll be in Hollywood somewhere. Yeah, I right. got to get back. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, so I'm, you know, um, so she just wanted me to really cross over, and we went in together, you know what I'm saying, like with the little kid, and, you know, she did good, but I saw him in Swarov House, and once again, once Draper walked away, you know, you know, you know, I kind of killed that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know you, uh, you're already into something, and it was Labor Day weekend, but, um, you know, I, I wanted to, uh, end our, our conversation off at least, on this point, you always, you know, talk about. No, we keep it. going. Okay, we keep, we, I got Tim. Yeah, yeah, we keep going. 
All right, cool. So you, you, you always talk about influence. Yeah. And there are three special people who are building blocks to your life cycle. Number one, Miss Kim Porter, rest in peace. Absolutely. Dallas Austin and Mr. DJ Greg Street. If you well, can't Dallas Austin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dallas Austin ain't no building block for me. Oh, not at all. Absolutely no. Okay. Okay. I mean Dallas. I mean, I'm being, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, 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 um, Dallas cool, but you know, Dallas never helped me. Dallas was out oh, here. Never. I mean, not really. Like, you know, like I know Dallas, and and, and, and it really, it really was a story about how I met Dallas. Well, but, break it um, down. <laughs> break it down if you can give me a little bit more time, big bro. Go ahead. Yeah, but now, but you know, like, like Dallas, Dallas was um. Dallas was um. Dallas was the first producer that really did some street shit. Well, I won't say some of his first stuff he done was street shit. And he did a group called mm -hmm. the Hard Boys by some street niggas out yes. of yes, you know, um, out of east side of Atlanta. Okay. And, um, and they kind of, you know, they went to the feds and and some shit ended up going wrong. And Dallas ended up packing up the bags and left, and and they kind of called me to go take care of that business. But that, but 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 that's how, but that's how me and Dallas met up, and um, and Kim kind of squashed it, and um, but you know we cool, like I say, we cool, but that's another thing. Um, you know, I'm just being honest. Okay, um, and, and you always, I been mean, more than it. bro. So I'm not asking you to stop now. Yeah, so you know, like, you know, like Grand Street, Grand Street for show. Sure. That's my brother for life. Like, you know, yeah. it ain't nothing that boy can't get for me. Boy, it never charged me a dime. Boy, it never did, did nothing wrong for me. Um, 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 Kim Porter. I said, Tupac Mama was actually, man, Tupac Mama was the first one that put me on. Honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Like, um, okay. Like, I called her one day and I checked up on her. And, you know, we call her Faith. And I, so I said, so I said, Faith, how you doing? So I'm doing good. So she said, baby, you seen the music business? I said, yeah. She said, well, um, well, let me make a phone call for you. She made a phone hmm. call for me. She called Tony Wallet, president of Warner Brothers. And she said, oh, hey, wow. you know, call, you know, um, yeah, um, call Tom, he be waiting for you. I called Tom, he flew me, Noonan, and Jazz Fay out, which is show note. And um, and um she, he signed signed Jody Bree, gave him a million dollars, and, and then meet Jody to eight months later. So you know wow. what I'm saying? She the one. You know what I'm saying? She the one, I mean, you know, like, you know, you know, really, really wrote that, you know, really put a nigga on for real, for real. One of the other niggas, you know, Atlanta, man, we good. A lot of people look at Atlanta like everybody stick together. But honestly, it's, it's, we, you know, we do because the culture, because we come together as one. Yeah. But man, when it comes to, to the top of Zex, man, everybody for themselves, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, you know, like, you know, me personally, like it I mean, everybody coming from me was supposed to do, you know, you know, that's my blueprint. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like I respect the QCs, I respect everybody around, you know. But um, yeah, man, but Grand Street, a finish core, all day long, Tony Draper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And my family man supported me, man. The whole Kirkwood, the whole zone six, man. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, I did some of the whole Zone Six came out. Maybe, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, all with the Watts. You know, me and Top Dog. You know, we, you know, we family. You know what I'm saying? TDE. So you know what I'm saying? TDE, well, correct? Top. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you know, the music business, man. You know, you know, you just gotta, you gotta find your way. You know what I'm saying? Especially now, mm -hmm. you gotta be more creative. You gotta be, you gotta really give it all you got. You know, so you gotta understand the new technology. You will get left behind. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm a dinosaur, man. I don't understand none of this TikTok shit, none of this shit. I just put together good music, hopefully that, that shit go. You know hey, I'm, I'm learning too. I'm learning too, man. I'm learning too. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, get the right lawyers, man. You know, so get the right lawyers. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, shoot, you already know. Uh, I'm gonna be tapping in with you one way or the other if I do need, you know, the advice. So, you know, that's that's yeah. one blessing I can definitely take away from. You know, actually meeting you on that evening of, uh, you know, on that September evening at Howard Theater, and yeah. you know, you always kept in one thousand with me ever since. You know what I'm saying? And absolutely, that was way to be, my man. Third, yeah, man. And coming into my third season here with the podcast, where we were focusing on, you know, behind the MC, you know, people who yeah. create these artists that we enjoy. It was yeah. only right to, you know, reach out to you to make sure that we give you the just do. You understand what I'm saying? So. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, you know, with that being said, Big Block, you know, I want to thank you for, you know, joining me on this Monday, on this Labor Day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could have been anywhere else, but you decided to spend your time with us and, of course, give us your hey, backstory. Man. And I got to give back, man. I appreciate you. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my job. I'm trying to carry on tradition. Appreciate that. Hey, man, y'all be looking out, man, for Big Stunt, looking out for the Walk Down Game. Be like with Prince Perez. You know, so I got a couple more artists, you know what I'm saying, you know, in the hat. I got Mary, man. She she dope female. Mm. I got uh man, I, I got a whole crew of artists that just waiting in line. You know, so I'm just taking my time and make sure that you know they get developed right and we do the right partnership with the right labels, they're gonna really put them out there. Not just throw them out there, it's just put exactly. them out there. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You know, that's the key to this shit, man. You know, you know, you know, the artists they're they're running some of these labels, and they'll rock with you now. You know what I'm saying? But what happens is just like, no, just like a chick. No, she's going to rock with you when you pop it. What happens you get caught? You got to spend that, you know what I'm saying, get that bail money up. You know what I'm saying? That's when you know who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, see, you know, that's how it's you good do it. that you well, said that it's good. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's good that you said that you're yeah. a dinosaur because you're a last of a dying breed. You know, there's yeah. not many you know, out here, you know, such as yourself who has, you know, a cachet of artists and people that you have touched who still believe in artist management. Oh, no, all the way. Exactly. So, you know, so like, I mean, by giving you a fly, you know, your flowers, I, you know, I, I truly mean it, big bro. And again, man, you know, my best to you and everything you do, you already know you got your support for me. You know, I always, I always tap in on, on, on the offside when need be. You know, yeah. if there's anything you ever need from me, just reach out. Vice versa, big bro. I just want to thank you for joining us. Yeah, same here, man. And, 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 and you know, just one little gift to all the artists, man. Make sure you have the right attorney, man. It's it's attorney Atlanta, man. Sidney Robbins, man. Sidney Robbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Um, hey, boy, that boy, Sharp Brother, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A lot of artists that, you know, they don't really, they really don't, don't get a chance to really, like... Like, if they come in and they don't understand the business, 
and a lot of a lot of people don't teach you the business, man. That boy sitting, he gonna teach you the business. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling y'all, Sidney Robbins, man. Y'all holler him as an attorney. You know what I'm saying? He gonna teach you the game. He gonna give it up one thousand with you, and he gonna ride with you. You know what I'm saying? And he gonna hey hey and and he ain't gonna knock you in the head either. You know what I'm saying? Hey. That's what it is. Hey, y'all, I hope y'all getting this information down. But if yeah. you haven't, it'll definitely be up. Y'all yeah. make sure y'all tap in with Big Block ESC, you know, and support his movement. And, you know, he's been in this game 25 years plus. Yeah. Understand that he, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. Be on the lookout for Big Stunt, WDG, and the whole movement. Again, Big Block, thank you for joining me, big bro. Appreciate it, baby. Easy enough. Block ESC, right, so WDG. Uh, 100. All right, y'all, man. That's uh, episode number five in the books with my big brother, Big Block ESC, um, CEO of Block Entertainment, leader of the South. You know, uh, had his hands on Boys in the Hood, uh, Young Jock, Gorilla Zoe, Rick Ross, uh, leader of the Bad Boy South, hands on A-Ball, MJG, Tony Draper, Suave House. I mean, that man's touched a lot, man. <laughs> and I thank him for uh, being a true one and joining us here on Chopping It Up with the Conduit. Uh, again, I hope everybody is doing well. Um, be sure to, you know, continue to mask up, practice your social distancing, you know, check on your loved ones, and, uh, you know, be good to yourself. Um, until next time, be sure to tap in with us. Again, thank you to our sponsors. You know what I'm saying? So what's the scenario? Street Fatigues, Grown Fresh NYC, and House of Customs MD. And that's House of Customs with the K. You can check them out on our uh, new website, choppingituppodcast.com. Just scroll to the bottom, click on the links, and, and, and support because they're definitely supporting our movement. Again, thanks for joining us for Chopping It Up, the conduit. Until then, y'all be good. Be easy. Peace. Now you got a mission and trying to watch. I never dream my first name with fiends. They did five bank tellers the book of my life reads. Water fountain, no. Now the money fountain close. Drink about a window, pre Mac and Malcolm on. Honda's over potholes, no pot to pissing. Rich or poor, depending if they got your pops in prison. Early morning samples, nigga, chop it up. Uncut or the scramble, nigga.